Evening prayer starts on page 22. Thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no help in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, most merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins, and serve thee with a quiet mind through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 147 is on page 522. Oh, praise the Lord, for it is a good thing to sing praises unto our God. Yea, a joyful and pleasant thing it is to be thankful. The Lord doth build up Jerusalem, and gather together the outcasts of Israel. He healeth those that are broken in heart, and giveth medicine to heal their sickness. He telleth the number of the stars, and calleth them all by their name. Great is our Lord, and great is his power, yea, and his wisdom is infinite. The Lord setteth up the meek, and bringeth the ungodly down to the ground. Sing unto the Lord with thanksgiving. Sing praises upon the harp unto our God. Who covereth the heavens with clouds, and prepareth rain for the earth, and maketh the grass to grow upon the mountains, and herb for the use of men. Who giveth fodder unto the cattle, and feedeth the young ravens that call upon thee. He hath no pleasure in the strength of a horse, neither delighteth he in any man's legs. But the Lord's delight is in them that fear him and put their trust in his mercy. Praise the Lord, O Jerusalem. Praise thy God, O Zion. For he hath made fast the bars of thy gates, and hath blessed thy children within thee. He maketh peace in thy borders, and filleth with the flour of wheat. He sendeth forth his commandment upon earth, and his word runneth very swiftly. He giveth snow like wool, and scattereth the hoarfrost like ashes. 
casteth forth his ice like morsels, who is able to abide as frost. He sendeth out his word and melteth them. He bloweth with his wind, and waters flow. He showeth his word unto Jacob, his statues and ordinances unto Israel. Hath he not dwelled so with many any nation, neither the heathen, heathen knowledge of his laws? Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 52nd chapter of the book of Isaiah. Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion, put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city. For the uncircumcised and the unclean shall no longer come to you. Shake yourself from the dust, arise, sit down, O Jerusalem, loose yourself from the bonds of your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. For thus says the Lord, you have sold yourselves for nothing, and you shall be redeemed without money. For thus says the Lord God, my people went down at first into Egypt to dwell there, then the Assyrian oppressed them without cause. Now therefore, what have I here, says the Lord, that my people are taken away for nothing? Those who rule over them make them wail, says the Lord, and my name is blasphemed continually every day. Therefore my people shall know my name, therefore they shall know in that day that I am he who speaks. Behold, it is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices, with their voices they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Break forth into joy, sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Here ends the first lesson. Together, Magnificat on page 26. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath opened his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 24th verse of the 20th chapter of the Gospel of St. John. Now Thomas, called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. The other disciples therefore said to him, We have seen the Lord. So he said to them, Unless I see his hands, Unless I see in his hands the print of the nails, and put my finger into the print of the nails, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. 
And after eight days, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas with them. Jesus came, the doors being shut, and stood in the midst, and said, Peace to you. Then he said to Thomas, Reach your finger here, and look at my hands, and reach your hand here, and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet have believed. And truly, Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But if but these are written, that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. Here ends the second lesson. Nuke Dimittis on page 28. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to life in the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who through thine only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, hast overcome death and opened unto us the gate of everlasting life, we humbly beseech thee that, as by thy special grace preventing us, thou dost put into our minds good desires, so by thy continual help we may bring the same to good effect. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. <clears throat> 
Good evening to you. This evening and this day of, I don't know what it's like where you are, but it's been like just steady, misty rain all day. So it's kind of a drizzly dark day, but there's actually some light in it because we all get to be together here in, in prayer. So in today's passages, we see a call, um, actually two calls. First to all the people of Israel and the call to them from God through the prophet is to awaken for their stoop, from their stupor. And their stupor, they're, they're, um, they're uh, enthralled in, in their sin and in their lack of God. And, and they're called to cast off their captive clothing and to put on their strength in beautiful garments. And I think um, if you think about how you dress sometimes make you feel better. And, and what we think of ourselves has a lot to do with, with how we act. And the people are being called to remember who their God is and who they are. And as they remember that, that will probably cause them to feel differently and maybe act a little differently. The The strength of Israel has been their God and, and our God, and their beautiful garments are, are living like the people of God. So this is a promise of return to the place they were taken from out of captivity. Uh, they will come there from Babylon, but more uh, in, the, in the near future, but more so when the Messiah delivers them and becomes their king. Uh, the promise of redemption is from God, and this doesn't come from God because they deserve it. But the nations around were, um, as it says in verse 5, and my name is blasphemed continually every day. And that's by the other nations because they, they believe if they conquered Israel, they conquered Israel's God. So God will demonstrate his holiness to the world. And it counters that thought, that uh, the blaspheme that's happening. And in that time, Israel will recognize that it is God who saved them. Uh, and it's, as it says in verse 6, therefore they shall know that in that day that I, it, I am he who speaks, behold, it is I. And I think there's probably something in the I am, that I am he who speaks. And of course we remember I am from the book of Exodus. So this is a call to the people of Israel. And we see a microcosm of this in, in our gospel today, because we see Jesus calling out to one particular Israeli, and this Israeli's name is Thomas. So when we read the Gospel of John, I'm going to skip right to verse 31 to start, because it's always good to remember when we read the Gospel of John, the purpose of the Gospel of John. And in verse 31 of this chapter, he says, But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. So I think we've all read and heard the story of Doubting Thomas. And as I read this passage in preparation for tonight, I started to see Thomas a little differently. I didn't see him as much as Doubting Thomas. I saw him as, I never want to get hurt so badly again, Thomas. So he was more fearful, Thomas. He didn't want to feel that way. He, he wanted to avoid the disappointment and the sorrow. He had given everything to follow Jesus, but he had this idea of, of who Jesus was and what should happen. And when it went the other way, he's, he, he became uh, depressed, disappointed, and very sorrowful and pro didn't know what to think as, as anyone in that, in, in that position. But as I mentioned earlier, when, when you have thoughts about who you are and what's happening, it affects your uh, belief system and, and your activities and your mood. So his thought was, if I believe in Jesus' resurrection and I believe what these people are telling me and it's not real, I don't think I could bear the disappointment again. And that's the kind of Thomas he is. It's also doubting. And see how tenderly Jesus meets Thomas at his need. He answers his doubts, but he addresses his fear of being hurt again. 
He tells Thomas, do not be unbelieving, but believing. So Jesus was telling Thomas not to doubt, but he was also telling Thomas, do not be afraid to believe. And that's a message to us, is not to be afraid of, to believe what we know to be true. And Thomas, of course, responded, my Lord and my God, which was the right response. And then Jesus offered his blessing. And I've been touched the last uh, few weeks. We've seen things where Jesus prayed for those to come. And this blessing kind of applies to us, too. And he says, blessed are, you know, you, you have seen, but blessed are those who believe even though they didn't see. Um, so that's that's kind of for us because we didn't get to see other than, of course, we do have the Holy Spirit, which is the greatest thing. Um, but that is us. And then what else is us is we avoid pain. And uh, so people do avoid pain. And you could say avoiding pain is unavoidable. It's a natural inclination, but is it, it's really not unavoidable. Pain's going to come. So Jesus asked his disciples and us to live in faith. And so we're to have faith in the face of pain. We stand, we believe in Jesus, that we will rise from the life of this world into the resurrection and eternal life with him. So Thomas, who doubted, who avoided the pain of loss and ended up paying the ultimate price, he laid down his earthly life for the sake of the gospel. And I think you've heard the tradition that he died a martyr in uh, a martyr's death in India um, at the end of a spear. So Thomas heeded the call, put on his beautiful garments and wore them right on into the nearer presence of God. So Jesus told the non-believing Jews in John 8, where I go, you cannot come. But in chapter 14, he said to his faithful followers, followers, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, you know, and, and you know the, the way you know. And Thomas, here he is again, <laughs> Thomas, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Of course, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So Thomas proved, and any faithful believer can uh, know the way and follow the way through faith in Jesus Christ and with the gift of his Holy Spirit that we have. Just a few thoughts today. Let's continue with the prayer for all conditions of men on page 32. <clears throat> o God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time. that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, for whom cometh every good and perfect gift, 
send down upon our bishops and other clergy and upon the congregations committed to their charge the helpful spirit of thy grace and that they may truly please thee pour upon them in the, the continual dew of thy blessing grant this o lord for the honor of our advocate and mediator jesus christ amen the grace of our lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the holy ghost be with us all evermore amen thank you again to barb and Aaliyah. it's it's really good to be with all of you have a great thursday <clears throat> thank you thank you deacon bob good evening everybody. have a wonderful night everybody uh -huh.